lift your voice tonight and say father i claim my liberty in christ i claim faith in jesus i claim the boldness that i have received because i am a child of god yesterday we dealt with the issue of covenant exclusion now i believe that no one is excluded from the covenant everyone here listening to me is a child of the covenant so you have a right to be free you have a right to enjoy your footing you have a right to enjoy your liberty in christ jesus shed his blood for you and you are a child of god and so celebrate that and say father i celebrate my joy i celebrate my new birth i celebrate my covenant in christ i celebrate my inclusion in the commonwealth i celebrate my inclusion in the commonwealth i celebrate my inclusion in the blessing my name is not excluded from the book my name is found in the book and so i lay hold on the blessing of the covenant i am a child of god i have been redeemed by perfect love oh blessed be your name father come on rejoice and celebrate and thank the greatest thing that can happen to a man is to be called a child of god the greatest the greatest name you can be called is to people to say you are a child of god that means that they are connecting you to the eternal covenant that the devils cannot break that satan has no answer for he can attack you but at the end of the day you will win against him because you are in covenant want to rejoice at the covenant say lord thank you for the covenant i thank you for making me a child of god i know you are not perfect nobody says you are we have been transformed from glory to glory by the spirit of god but as far as god is concerned my name is in the covenant role my name is in the book of life i am a child of god and so i can tell the devil sit i can tell the devil get up i can bind past of darkness i have authority in the heavenlies because i'm a child of god you don't know what you have oh you don't know what you have in the atonement you don't know what you have i want you to celebrate and say father thank you for what you have given me show the blood i celebrate tonight hallelujah i am a child of god what a blessing when I get to the end of the room and looks at only is working and I get frustrated, I just only remember, come to think of it, I am a child of God. Because sometimes as a pastor, you don't have it all together. You you don't know what next thing to do as a pastor, as a husband, as a father, as a leader, as a CEO, as a brilliant guy. You don't know how to put it together. But then you come to come to think of it. I think last time I checked. <laughs> now, once you come to that conclusion, I'm a child of God. Faith rise up inside you because now Holy Ghost fills you afresh and then you go out and win your battles. What a blessing! What a blessing! And so, from the position of who we are in Christ, we are going to do warfare tonight. We are going to come against the spirit of fear. Now, please listen to me. We're going to do some strategic warfare. I want us to be strategic about it tonight. And I know that this meeting may not be for everybody, but let me tell you who this meeting is for. You fall into the category. If you fall into any of these categories, then this meeting is for you, and I want you to get ready to do warfare with me. Again, like I said, I, don't, I know it's not for everybody. Okay? But if it's for you, then let's see. Amen. There are physical symptoms of fear. There are symptoms of fear that if you, and if you manifest any of these or you've actually gone through any of these, then this meeting is for you. Sometimes you suddenly find yourself coming to shockness of breath. Or you have some sensation going through your mind or and, and through your body, and you get you begin to shiver. You don't know what it is anymore. You, they ask you what's happening. You can't you, you can't tell. Or sometimes you come to a place where your your heart your heart is pounding. You don't know what it is, but 
your heart skips a little bit when you hear some things, when people say some things, when some things happen. You, you just, you just, you find that there's an acceleration of your heart rate, and you're wondering why. Then you check your blood pressure; it's gone up. Then you need to be careful. You need to hear this tonight. Sometimes these things come in form of pain, discomfort, right from inside your gut, from inside your belly. In fact, sometimes it even impacts on pain. You just begin to feel some pain in your chest and begin to wonder what's happening. The stress level has gone high. This meeting is for you. You need to take this seriously. Sometimes you tremble. I'm talking about symptoms. So if you're anybody here who has any of these symptoms, then you need to pray, get ready to pray tonight and break you loaf from this. Amen. Amen. Sometimes you feel like you don't know what it is, but you feel like you are asphyxiating, you are choking. You are choking under the weight of your own, you are choking under your own your own saliva. You don't know what it is, but you just can't find your voice anymore. You you're feeling so pressured. You know what Paul describes as we have been pressured on every side. You just feel so pressured. Everyone looks like everything's okay, but you know you are choking. You know you don't know what is happening, but you need help. Sometimes you feel this kind of sweating. You just find yourself, you just break into sweat. They don't know what you are in the air conditioner, you are sweating. You hear some news, you hear something, and then you just begin to sweat. And wonder what's happening. It's because something is taking place inside you. There is something being generated inside you. It's called the spirit of fear. And fear has stomachs, because the scriptures. But we combine it in Jesus' name. And sometimes it comes in the form of you are so distressed right within your stomach. You just begin to feel. Sometimes, you know, is this feeling of, I don't know, I'm unsettled inside my stomach. Something, something, I feel like something bad is about to happen. And so I'm under a bit of trepidation. I don't even know what's happening. And so you begin to feel discomfort. Sometimes you, you begin to feel pressure to use, the, to use the toilet. It's really because there's something happening in your mind. There's fear. Either a fear of the unknown or fear what has, of, of what you had gone through. Then you will need to take this meeting serious tonight. Sometimes you have a feeling. And I'm, I decided to write these things down so that you can clearly know that this is a very serious issue. The Lord, the Lord wants to be clinical with us tonight. So that when we get to praying, we are dealing with the root of stuff. Amen. So that you begin to feel unsteady. You begin to just feel that you're losing your swag. You used to be a very confident person. Everyone of you used to think that, wow, he's an amazing guy. Your children think you are the best thing that ever happened to the world. But you know that you're losing your step. And you, you're, you're unsure after a while. You're not even confident anymore. Your confidence is being eroded and it's been stolen from you. Sometimes you have a feeling of unreality or being detached from yourself. Sometimes just feel that this is not who I am. Something is different here. Like you see two people. That's the guy who, who has capacity to do well, but this is not the guy. And I just feel nobody knows what's happening. These things are issues happening inside you. Self-doubts. Fear, uncertainties, and you have everything. Looked, you like you look like somebody who has everything together. You look like the pastor that everybody wants to run to for help. You look like the man that everybody wants to run to for help. But real deep within within you, there's a feeling of uncertainty, and you clearly can say, "I'm not myself." This meeting is for you. Sometimes you have a feeling of losing control. You can clearly see that your life is ebbing away And everything you work for Everything you've toiled for And everything you've lived for Everything you've believed in for Is, is going away and You feel like a feeling of losing control Sometimes it makes you want to run crazy Then you need to listen to this Because this is for you In some extreme cases You even feel like dying It gets you sidled You feel you've lost everything And you can't say to anyone Because when you say to people You're feeling suicidal They begin to wonder Are you a child of God? But yes, you are a child of God but the enemy is trying to lock you down and trying to steal your joy. Then tonight is your night. I want you to lift your voice and say, Father, tonight I receive help to overcome the spirit of fear. And I'm taking time to explain this because sometimes when we talk about fear, people think that, oh, well, eh, well, it's them and not us. 
But if you have any of these symptoms, any of these manifestations, or you have ever had any of these manifestations, then you need the help of the Holy Spirit to break the spirit of fear from off your life. And fear is a demon. Fear is a terrible spirit. Fear will rob you of everything you deserve in the atonement. If you allow fear to thrive, fear will take your estate, take your joy, take your family, and take your, your future. And that's why you need to deal with the spirit. One of the very strong spirits of Satan. Apart from the spirit of immorality, fear is one of the very strong commandos of the enemy. He uses it at will. But we stand here tonight in the liberty that we have in Christ. Through the blood that was shed for us. That we are God's children. And tonight we are going to lay hold on everything that is ours in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want you to listen to me very clearly. Because we want to deal with this issue of fear and unsettling once and for all. Apart from these things, there are also things we call different... I, I, I think it's particularly this moment, God is bringing us in that moment. He's bringing us out of our exile, into our fortune, into our next level, into our next dimension. And it becomes important for us to know that now that we are getting out of the past life, how do we live in the present and in the future? There are many ways that fear is described, or there are many types of fear. There's something they call, I think, a specific fear. A fear that you just have, or something. You just have fear. Very terrible. There are also some types of fear that they call, I think there's one they call social fear, which is a fear that you don't want to be among people. You just feel, I don't want to be among people. I want to ostracize, I just want to be away. I just don't want to be among people. Why? Because I feel that when I get among people, people can harm me. And so you suspect everyone. You suspect everything. As long as a human being you suspect it, you are, it's a spirit of fear. So you are only comfortable in yourself. You're only safe as long as you are with yourself. And you say things like, I just love myself. I just love my own company. There's a spirit of fear that's attacked you. You do not know. Because the Bible says, God said the solitary families. You will never enjoy the fullness of the blessing of the Father if you allow that spirit to isolate you. To isolate you. You just don't want to mix. You just go away from social engagements. You just don't want to talk to people. You just like to be by yourself. And some of you are even married and your, your spouse have problem with that. Because you say, I just want to be by myself. Your kids cannot reach you because I just want... Your office is losing you because you just want to be by yourself. Because you're afraid that if I get too close, if I get too involved, I will get hurt. So you're afraid. The third type of fear, which I want, to, I want us to deal with, with is, is, is it's a fear of not being able to mix or to get into the public, public space. And I want, to, I want you to listen to this very clearly. Most times, people are, they are comfortable when they are home or when they are in their safe mood or safe haven. I'm in my environment. I'm in my element. I love what I'm doing. I love what my life is like. I love the stage I am at right now. You may not enjoy it. You may not think it, it means much, but I just love the way it is right now. And I will die the way I am right now. And I'm just okay. But in the day of release and deliverance, God moves you out of your safe mode, moves you into victory mode. But if you are not conquered the fear, what people what they call people tell you it's called the fear of public places or the fear of, of the open places. Now, where the victory is celebrated, where you are supposed to be operating, is at the public place. That's where the glory of God in your life is seen. But if the enemy locks you down in your mind and you don't want to engage or compete in the public place, you will never be that great man or great woman that God is designed for you to be. So you need to deal with the issue. You need to deal with that spirit. I'm coming. Listen, just wait a while. Because I want us to get it. Because we're going to deal with this thing. It is that spirit that makes people not want to progress and succeed. 
That even when God has spoken a word and said, go forward, I'm moving into this level. You're going to be my celebrity. I'm going to move you to the... You have arrived. I've moved you for right now. They say, God, I don't want to go there. Because if I go there, God, I'm, I'm afraid to be progressive. I'm afraid to succeed. I'm afraid to buy that car because somewhere, somewhere Abraham will shoot, shoot me dead. I'm afraid to get that big break because I will die young. Lord, I'm afraid to, to break through and build that house because if I do, people will look at me and they will cast a question and, and cast a vision on me. Lord, just leave me the way I am. I know my life is struggling. I know you have a good plan for my life. I will die and meet you in heaven. I just don't want to succeed. It's a fear of not being able to enter into the public space. We are really your honor and glory. Your kingdom is best celebrated. And your influence is best manifested. It's a spirit. We are going to deal with it. I want you to lift your voice and say, Father, I release my heart tonight. In any way, the spirit of fear has crept into my life. In any of these manifestations, Father God Almighty, right now I ask you to strength as I pray in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice in the name of Jesus. Now, some of this, you don't know how it came. It can come in any of these four ways. Sometimes it comes, it's hereditary. It's hereditary. You, your great-grandfather had it. Your father had it. You have it. And you have effective transfer to your children too. And you see the trace. The same trace. The same trace. It's hereditary. I wanted to say, Father God, whatever it is that is in my history, whatever spirit of fear Satan has sown into the history of my forefathers that I have now taken over, I know people who can't go out of their homes. They can't engage. There are people I know who can't travel. Now, you need to understand that God gives you a global business and make you a global marketplace man. And you have to be in New York, you have to be in the UK, you have to be in Paris, you have to be. And you have a fear, what people call agoraphobia. You, 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 can't, you can't go into public spaces. Then who goes for you? How do you get, are you, how do you, how do you get the awards that God has for you in Paris? How do you, if you can't fly on an airplane, if you can't mix in the marketplace, how do you how do you go into the city center and celebrate your victory and your authority and power when you when you just don't want to engage with the marketplace? So clearly, somebody has to take your place. And this is what Satan wants for a lot of us to fill our lives with so much fear. And they are hereditary sometimes. Sometimes they are, they are, sometimes they are genetics. Sometimes they are, they are a, a damage of our brain chemistry. The way our brain is wired, the, the enemy rewires us because sin does that. Sin decimates and destroys who we truly are. And that's why today we have no confidence. We're losing our fire. We're afraid. Some people are afraid of the dark. Some people are afraid of... And I say this very clearly, specifically. There's a lot of prayer going on in the church, but people are actually afraid to succeed. Women are afraid to have the breakthrough because they say, if I succeed well, no man will marry me. Have you, do, you, do, you know, do you know what I'm talking about? If I, if, I, if I succeed as a man, I will die young. Because my father died young. My great-grandfather died young. If I build that house, I won't be able to live inside it. And I'm telling you people, this is a spirit of darkness and spirit of fear that engages whole families and whole territories. But God wants to break it tonight. I say God wants to break it. So, so talk, talk and say, Father God, my dear, break it in the name of Jesus. And sometimes by life experiences... You failed so much. You've had so much battles in life, and you failed in many ways. And so you, that it has become your your spirit has become conditioned to say it's just okay. And when people succeed, then you think that they are thieves. You know, there's a way when you see people are succeeding, you say all of them are thieves. Everybody who builds a nice house 
is a thief. Everybody who lives in a beautiful neighborhood is a thief. Everyone who drives a nice car is a thief. Everyone who does a great work and have a big business must be doing something shady. And it's not true. There's something locked inside you. It's a spirit of lack of success that says, if I succeed, I can make it. And it doesn't matter how hard you try, as long as that thing is inside you, you can move forward. But I believe tonight God wants to do that for us. So lift your hands and say, Father God Almighty, whatever it is that is in my hereditary, that is in my genes, come on, I want you to come against the spirit of, of Satan that is in your genes, that is in your hereditary, that's, that, that you took over from your grandparents. A wrong wiring of your brain by the enemy because of sinful, past sinful life. Some are even afraid of the dark. A, 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 a guy says, I'm afraid of the dark. It gets everybody says, I'm just afraid of the night. I have to psych myself. Even when I want to go and pee in the toilet, I have to speak to myself and say nothing will take you. And this is a, this is a full girl that is something here. I said, I'm afraid to go to the bathroom at night. I can't even leave my house. I can't even leave my light off. My, my light has to be on in my house. I'm afraid of the night. I'm afraid of traveling. I'm afraid of leaving my house. I'm afraid of going on an airplane. I'm afraid of going by the sea. I'm afraid of taking the stairs. And so if you get me a job, however big it is, if the job is not on the ground floor, I'm not taking the job. Because I'm afraid of climbing stairs. You see, there are many things that the enemy has attacked us with. Like someone I know says, I don't like traveling. I don't like traveling. I say to you, I rebuke that spirit over you. You have to travel because where God is taking you, you must travel. You must travel. You have to go on an airplane and travel. Break that spirit. It's been transferred through generations. Lift up and say, Father, whatever it is, my grandfather, my grandmother, that have been transferred over to me. In fear, I break it in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice tonight, people. Lift your voice tonight. Break the fear. Tell the devil, I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. Whatever is making me to feel distressed, whatever shoots up my blood pressure, whenever I hear a news of something, I shoot my blood pressure. Something when they tell me that you are about something, your name has been enlisted in something great. Say me, not me. You think it's humility, it's not humility, it's fear. You have been nominated for a great position. Say not me, not me. I can't. It's, a, it's not humility. It's a spirit of fear. <laughs> Many times people don't know. We say, well, it's, she's so humble. She doesn't want to take. No, if God puts you a platform, you go there. Nothing should hold you back. But when God gives you a platform and God elevates you and you say, no, 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 God, I don't, I don't want that elevation. God, I don't, want to be, I don't want to be publicly displayed. I don't want to be seen by everybody. I don't want to be because they will mark me for death. That's the spirit of fear. I want you to break it. If you truly want to succeed and be that man of the kingdom that God, you must break the spirit of fear. Nothing must hold you back. So I want you to attack the spirit of fear tonight in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice. Is somebody here tonight? Fear must be bound and cast out in the name of Jesus. So I want you to lift your voice and, and take authority over that spirit. Something that tells you, okay, you have, you have had so many losses in your life, your life can never change. It tells you that. And you believe it. Because of life experiences of the past, nothing has ever worked in your life. There was a time in my life that everyone who came into my life to help me died. I, told, I said it here before. Everyone who came into my life to help me to be great, they died. Whether it's my parents, they die. Whether it's my uncles, they die. Whether it's people, they just die. I'm not talking about it. They literally go out and never come back alive. And I came to a corner and said, well, I think my life is jinxed. And then God had to tell me, son, your life is not jinxed. You're my child. And I got saved. And then God began to teach me some things about confession, about declaring myself as a child of God and taking hold. And from that moment, God changed my life and now things began to work. In such a way that when people come to my life right now, they don't die. But the fear was in me that if they came to help me, they're going to die. 
You see, when people are trying to help me, I say, don't help me because if you come to help me, you're going to die. And I don't want to lose you. Now, I'm talking about mine. I don't know what fear the enemy has played your life with. That makes you say, I don't want to succeed. I don't want to make that money. I don't want to buy that car. I don't want to live in that neighborhood. I don't want to be great. I don't want to be successful. If I succeed, succeed, I will fall into immorality. If I succeed, I will fall into sin. God, so don't let me succeed. Lord, let me struggle. So I will always need to be prayer. I'm telling you, friends, greatness is not the reason why you fall into sin. You fall into sin because there is a lost problem that you have that you have not dealt with. It's not greatness. God designed for you to be great. He designed for you to have a kingdom. I want you to talk to God and say, Father God, whatever lie the enemy has planted in my soul, in my father's soul, in my grandfather's soul that has not been transferred to me. Whatever lie uh, the enemy has transferred into me. Father God Almighty, today I lay the axe at the root of the tree. I break it. I want you to break the spirit of fear. We're about to go into something, dimension of prayer. But I just want us to get this. Let's break this in the name of Jesus. We are going to be receiving ministry for people who feel bound and yoked. And we all have fears, people. Is the way Satan attacks us and attacks our destiny. We all are, including yours truly. But we will deal with it in the name of Jesus. We will stand against the spirit of fear. Fear of dying young. Because your mother died young. And your grandmother died young. And so you have the fear that I'm going to die young. It's a subtle fear. Nobody knows about it. I want you to deal with it. You say, I will not die. I will live. I will declare the glory of God. I'm a child of God. Fear of never making it beyond college, if you have never made it beyond the first degree if you have never made it beyond a few thousands or a few one or two millions the spirit of containment, it just contains you because the lead, as you put the lead of fear upon yourself you put the lead and you say well they can think about great people, I don't want to be there and when you are given a world a world stage, you have agora, agoraphobia that's what it's called you don't want to step into the public space places you don't want to spend into the open places and take your place and take your kingdom. You're afraid. And when you stand before thousands of people, you mob. Something, your, your stomach rumbles. You have distress in your stomach. You have stomach pain. You want to go to the toilet because you're just afraid to speak to people. But God has given you the platform, but you're afraid to take your, your, to, to, to your kingdom. So it's wanting to get into the place of kingdom. is another thing to be able to say, this is my kingdom now. And I will enjoy. Come against that spirit of fear. Come against in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Say me in the name of Jesus. I want you to declare, say with me in the name of Jesus. I come to the book of Isaiah chapter 8 verse 3. I fear no man. I fear no enemy. I fear no system. Only God is my fear. Come on, say it. I fear no man. I fear no system. Listen to this. There's a difference between fear of man and respecting people. I'm not saying don't respect people, but I'm saying don't fear anybody. You have no right to fear even your pastor. You can love him. You can respect him. You have no right to submit your mind and your confidence to an ordinary man. You have no right to fear your boss. Respect him. Do your job. But when he crosses his boundary, shut him down in the spirit. Because you're a king. Pastor Fumi said something. Yes, your spouse. You have no right to be afraid of your spouse. For those of you who are men, or those of you who are women who have been abused, you are a king. You have your throne. They have theirs too. You got yours. And yours is not inferior to theirs. Stake your ground. Take your kingdom. Sit on your throne. That's why I sat down with you for yesterday. I sat on my throne. It's a prophetic thing. 
may look crazy to you, but I just took my throne back from the enemy. Sit on your throne. Take your seat. Take your seat among the greats of the greats of the land. And don't give any excuse or explain to anybody why you are taking your seat. They have no right to take your kingdom. I want to lift your voice and say, Father God, anybody who has intimidated me, let's, let's pray tonight and say, Father, any system that has intimidated me, anyone that has intimidated me, Father, I come against them. And let's not, let's not even take you too far. Some of you are even afraid of your house selves. So it's not about people who have, who have more money than you or people who have more network. Your house selves. You're afraid of your house selves. You're afraid of the messenger, that nasty messenger in your office. I want you to come against every spirit that, that is attacking your kingdom. Every spirit. I don't know who you are. Some of you are, some of you are afraid of your siblings. Even younger siblings. You say, well, if I, if I talk to her or if I talk to him, I want you to say, Father God, I come against that spirit of fear. I come, come, come against the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. Say, I fear no man, I fear no woman, I fear no system, only God do I fear. The book of Isaiah 8.13 says, The Lord alone is your dread. The Lord alone is my dread and my fear. It's the Lord alone I fear. I respect you, I love you, but I will not fear you. For what can man do to me? And I think that that's one of the the problems we've had. You submitted your kingdom to nasty men and women. And I now rule over your mind. You are afraid. You don't want to go to work. You don't want to have to, to see them face to face. You should go out of this place with boldness. I receive boldness for somebody here. That you will go out to work tomorrow and you will confront your adversaries. And you will silence them. Come on, lift your voice and say, Father, I receive boldness tonight. I silence my adversaries. I silence my adversaries. I silence my intimidators. I silence the enemy. Wait to lift your voice tonight. That, uh, there are things, there are projects that you have been afraid of to take on. You are afraid of to say, if I take on this project, I may not have money to finish it. I may not have money to complete it. I may, I may, I may, have, they, they may not be able to finish. It's a lie of the devil. God has given you that kingdom, given that territory, and your will overcome. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let's pray the book of Ezra chapter 3. Let's pray the book of Ezra 3 tonight. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Pray in the Holy Ghost with me, please. Pray in the Holy Ghost with me. Pray in the Holy Spirit with me. I'm going to get it to the point of binding and losing the power. Listen right now. In Jesus' name, let's pray. Ezra chapter 3 from verse 1. I think from verse 1 to 3. Yes. Listen to this. The Bible says, now you know, God took them out. They arrived in Jerusalem. Now that journey took them like four months because they had to travel the whole company. And it's, 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 it's very prophetic because... The time that Bible is recording here in Bible time is about this time, actually. Alright, it's exactly about October. <laughs> so this is really a prophetic season for us. And the Bible says we're in the seventh month now. In, in, the, in, the, in the calendar of the Jews, it's seventh month. Okay, but you know, the Jews kind of different from the, from the Gregorian calendar which we use. Okay, but really, Israel will tell you that it's actually this season okay, that God moved them out and God then brought them into their rest. So I want to declare today. Like God brought them out and took them into their rest. This month of October, God brings you into your rest in the name of Jesus. So the Bible says, when the settlement came and the Israelites are settled in their towns, the people assembled as one man in Jerusalem. Next verse, please. Then Yeshua, that is their high priest, that's the man who led them in worship, son of Jezodok, and his fellow priests, and Zerubbabel, that's their leader, the governor, son of Shealtiel, and his associates, they began to build the altar of the God of Israel, to sacrifice burnt offering to it. In accordance with what is written, 
in the law of Moses, the man of God. And that's a beautiful thing. And I want to make, I want you to get to make this commitment that as God prospers you and moves you forward, the first thing you do is prioritize kingdom business. The people came into their liberty before even thinking about building their own houses. They were sold out to building the work of the kingdom. And that's because they recognize that they can only minister out of what God has given to them. And that out of what God has given to them, God deserves the first. Amen. May that be our mentality in the name of Jesus. That may, that, that will take you to the point of new commitments in giving to the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. And I want to say that to people here who have not been partnering with God in their, in their resources. If you're going to last in the blessing of the Lord that God is taking you into, into that land that for to make an honey, you have to make sure that you do what these guys did. The first thing you do when you get into your settling, into that breakthrough that is coming, that is here, is to make God priority. Hello, people. So these guys made God priority. Now look at what happened. The Bible says, despite their fear of the people surrounding them, at least hold it there. The people had just entered into the amazing, most amazing point of their life in 70 years, and they became aware suddenly that the enemies are around them. They are bound. And they, the Bible says, because of their fear. Now these are people that God had brought out of 70 years of bondage with an astrated, mighty, powerful hand, and the next thing they are thinking about is the fear of the enemy. But the Bible says something about their deliverance. It's despite their fear of the peoples around them. That means that they have fear. Because there's a level where God moves you into something higher. You fear. You get scared. You say, many of you have never come to a point of real fear. When you come to the things that God will do in your life, you'll be afraid at the way God will do it. But it is this. You can turn that fear into grace for yourself. And that's what this video is about tonight. The Bible said, despite their fear of the peoples around them. And these are... They build the altar of the Lord on this foundation and sacrifice burnt offerings on it to the Lord both in the morning and the evening sacrifice. I want you to pray and say, Father, as you take me into my freedom and breakthrough, cause me not to be afraid of the enemy. I don't deny they are there, but I will walk through them. That song rather that we read, that we read says, you part the rest and you make me walk through it. I want you to pray and say, Father God, make me walk through my enemies. Come on, lift your voice and say, Father, through God, I will walk through my enemies in the land of my liberty. I will walk through my enemies. I will walk through my enemies. I will walk through my enemies. In the name of Jesus. Let's build, let's build some power around it. Look at the book of Psalm 23. Book of Psalm 23. Psalm 23 and verse 5. I want you to pray this for me in the name of Jesus. This is a word piece. So let's pray. 23 verse 5. 23 verse 5. Lift your voice in the name of Jesus. And let's pray this. Psalm 23 verse 5. You prepare a table before me. Where? Well, you are not ready for breakthrough if you are not ready for your enemies to see your breakthrough. But I believe you are ready for breakthrough. You have to be ready to break through in the presence of your enemies. You have to be ready to make a living and get great right in the presence of the enemy. The witch in the village, the wizard in the township. You're not going to be afraid of them because your fear will paralyze them. You're going to live in that neighborhood, buy that automobile, be great, build that edifice you need to build in spite of their presence. Because this day, God prepares a table for you in the presence of your enemies because you're anointed. You lift your voice and say, Father God, I will not be afraid of the witch in the village. I'll not be afraid of the wizard. They say, don't prosper because they will kill you. My son, don't, don't, don't build that house. Don't because they will kill you. That's how they killed your father. They killed your grandfather. 
Tell them it's a lie. We stop that in the name of Jesus. We break through. Come on, lift your voice and say, Father, I break through the wall of my enemy. I break through the fear of the adversary. I refuse to be afraid of the enemy. I refuse to be afraid of the adversary. I refuse to be afraid. The Bible says, the Lord is my light. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When my enemies come against me to eat up my flesh, they will stumble and fall. Even though a horse, only hear me, when you're breaking through, the horse will rise up against you. But they will fall. Because you'll not be afraid of them. Alright, when you are doing something, you'll be east, you'll, you'll be re- you'll be mentioned. Eh? If you are doing something amazing, people will talk about you. You will make headlines. Don't be afraid to make headlines. Do not be afraid to make headlines. Do not be afraid to make headlines. Say, Father, anything that is in me that is trying to tell me, play it small. Be little. Don't be large. Don't be big. Don't be seen. Don't be known. Don't blow. Don't expand. Don't enlarge. Be conservative. Just remain small. Father, I break that spirit from off my life. It's the spirit of fear. The Bible says these people built what they need to build in spite of the enemies around them. Because they recognize that God has set a table for them. And at the best place to eat your meal is when your enemies are watching. Oh yes. So the people say, God has done great things for them. People need to know that God has done great things for us. The enemies, the unbelievers, the nations need to know that God has done because that's what will drive them to God. After they have chanted divination and then they fail, they will say, come and teach us the way of the Lord. If they don't see your breakthrough, they will never think of coming to your God. And so they must see it. So I want us to pray and say, Father God Almighty, in spite of the presence of my enemies, I will thrive. I will succeed. I will take my place. I will walk in my mega level. I want to lift your voice tonight and take your place in Jesus' name. And conquer the spirit of fear. Conquer the spirit of limitedness. The spirit of containment. The spirit that says, okay, nobody's going to trouble you because nobody knows you. Nobody's going to trouble you. Nobody's going to ask for money. Nobody's going to charm you because nobody knows you are worth nothing. But you're going to have what? You're going to have net worth. You're going to have value. You're going to take your kingdom back. You're going to take your authority back. You are going to take your palace back. You are going to take your position back. You are going to be among the greats. You are not going to have phobia for public places. You will be. You will go into the marketplaces, the public places, to the highest places of honor. You will stand before thousands of men, and you will deliver your speech, and you will manifest your greatness because you are a great man. You are a great woman. Want to lift you and say, Father God, I come against that fear. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke it. I break it. I break it. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, please. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5 to 7. 2 Timothy 1. We're still praying this. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy chapter 1, chapter, chapter 1 verse 5 to 7. Now, Paul was writing to Timothy and he says this. He says, I have since been reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Louise and in your mother Eunice, and I'm persuaded now listen. You see, there's a transgressional release of faith. Just like there can be a transgressional release of fear. 